Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Mark Osorio. And I'm Teresa Arago. We're financial advisors, and if there's one thing we understand, it's that money can be confusing. Congratulations. So You're gearing up to start a new career journey. Money today You've probably gone sense. through many of the details related to starting your new career, but have you thought through what you may be leaving behind at your last one? We found that many people don't know what options they have related to their existing 401k when they switch jobs. So that's what we wanted to cover today. We know this is usually not the first thing on your mind. It's probably closer to the last when you're making a job transition, unless you walked out of your last job and are now needing that 401k to live off of. So understanding your options and making a purposeful decision regarding your old employer plan is an important step in your financial independence journey. Mm-hmm. Now, Mark, I know you've shared some stories related to orphaned 401ks, which is what we call these, um, mm-hmm. when you used to work at a different brokership. So let's talk through some of those. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably one of the funniest, most shocking, but also memorable stories uh, from the calls that, that I would get. Uh, so yeah, in my previous job, uh, I would talk to a lot of investors that would call in and you know, with quite a few of, of these, uh, you know, because this company you know, did a lot of employer plans, a lot of the, the callers that, that I would get sometimes would be people trying to figure out if they had money with this company. So they're not even sure that it exists. They're just kind of like, hey, any chance you got some money of mine? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and which just kind of boggled my mind because it's like, how did you forget about you know this big chunk of money? You know, so you know people would uh, call in after they'd separated from an old employer and ask if they had an account with us. And so we'd look try to look them up because a lot of times they wouldn't even remember any sort of account numbers or anything like that, right? Um, mm-hmm. So many times there wouldn't be anything there, but sometimes there'd be like you know five, ten, twenty thousand dollars in this old four hundred one k account mm-hmm. that's just been sitting there uh, doing nothing. The saddest part would be if the four hundred one k had liquidated and it had gone to cash, right? Because a lot of times that happens, and that's a pretty big risk uh, that that a lot of people will uh, will experience, you know, if they leave accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but uh, a lot of times. What the funniest part would be is kind of what prompted the call. You know, yeah. a lot of times they'd be just cleaning out the house and some, you know, spring cleaning or you know, cleaning out the uh, filing cabinet or the garage, and they would run into some sort of old statement, or oh, yeah. or they would get like a letter in the mail, right, uh, that said, "Hey, we uh, we switched uh, 401k providers, so now mm-hmm. your account is with this other company," right? Yeah. So that's that's kind of a. a odd thing and usually I'm guessing they're probably trying to like tap the piggy bank to take care of some sort of expense or something when they do that sometimes or, or but, they, but like I said sometimes they're like literally just found something that reminded them of it and it's like oh, yeah, it. oh yeah I should probably so figure out if there's an account there if I'm, I've gonna, got some money. I'm gonna call myself out here and I'm just gonna be honest my husband mm-hmm. when he left the first employer he had when we got married we did a rollover mm-hmm. and then like six months ago I saw an email I was looking for something in his email that he'd asked me to and I saw an email from the provider and was like wait a second we didn't get it all (laughs) there had been an additional deposit of like a profit sharing deposit okay yeah and so there's this tea tiny account and now because you know I can't take care of it by myself it's going to take my husband and I both during normal people hours which we're always around each other during normal people hours 
Um, so we are one of those people who will be calling going, hey, I think we got some money still there. So I'll, I'll call myself out. Well, no, the, the point is that it's really common. It is really, really common. I think we have employees that we've helped do that, or not employees, clients that we've helped hunt things down to. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about what you can do. I will be very careful to tell you, we can't tell you what you should do. We yeah. don't know your circumstances. And even if we did, there's law that tells us we can't. So yeah, even you called us. Yes, <laughs> we are just here to educate. But it is important to understand that your employer plans uh, from past employers, it is really important that you have a true plan for what you're doing with those and don't just kind of go, ah, I'll deal with that later. Because it's really easy, like Mark said, for it to kind of get lost in the mix. Exactly. exactly. Especially with as much as people are job hopping these days. You know, you have these upward mobility opportunities to move to new mm-hmm. employers. It could you could easily be looking at a plan that you had three four jobs back if you don't take care of those as you go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially right now, what what I've seen a lot is uh, especially with healthcare workers, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of them have been you know job hopping, you know, having one two jobs a year, mm-hmm. and which yeah makes for for several you know uh, old four hundred one ks and. Uh, so that that scenario, kind of the, the one that I was mentioning uh, earlier, is I guess one of, the, one of the ones that we'll start with. But it's important to note that there's four options that you've got whenever you have an old employer account, right? Mm-hmm. So the first one, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier. You just leave it where it is, yes, right. And so the the first. And we're going to just share pros and cons of each option. So we're not going to say one's better than the other. We're just going to tell you the good and the bad of each. So leaving it behind, what are some pros that go into that? Yeah. So one of the, I I think the reason why this is so common is because it's the easiest, Mm -hmm. right? You literally don't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you still get the tax deferred growth. Uh, You don't have any tax penalties because it's staying within that tax uh, shelter. Mm -hmm. Uh, And one thing that is, uh, I would say unique about leaving it where it is, is protection from creditors. Mm -hmm. All right. So typically 401ks are protected, uh, you know, from if you uh, were to file bankruptcy or anything like that uh, creditors can't tap into that so that that is definitely a, one one pro to consider on there uh, and it may have lower fees right so sometimes when you leave the employer that fee structure changes or you may not have enough in there for that to even be a, an option to leave it behind but if mm-hmm. you are able to often it's a little less expensive to invest within it yeah. some cons though as we talked about before is losing track of it if you're not intentional is really really easy mm-hmm. and one thing that can make that even more difficult is if the employer changes custodian. So who is servicing that plan? Say they were with Fidelity, but they moved to Empower. Keeping track of it and chasing it down later may be much more difficult in that situation. Another thing is when you're not active with the employer, sometimes there are additional fees. So that Mm -hmm. that fee structure may be higher if you're not an active participant in the plan. Your investment options within employer plans are always going to be more limited than they would be outside of an employer plan in in an IRA Mm -hmm. because the employer chooses those investments. Another uh, kind of downside is you're not going to be able to add to it and you can't borrow against it any longer once you're no longer actively employed. So there's some Mm -hmm. pros and cons to leaving it behind. The next option you have is to move it to your new retirement plan. And this isn't always um, something that you're able to do. It depends on what the new employer has. Yeah. But if the old employer had a 401k, new employer has a 401k, chances are you're going to have the option to do that. So what are the pros and cons to that? 
Yeah, and I'm glad that you mentioned. You know, the, one of the biggest cons I would say is not being able to add to it. Right, a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of people, whenever they uh, you know want to learn more about you know their options, that is typically I would say a very defining uh, kind of attribute is that you can't really add to uh, to the account if you leave it at the old employer. But if you move it to the new employer, you mm-hmm. are able to do that through uh, those payroll deductions. So mm-hmm. uh, one of the that's the, uh, one of the biggest pros. Uh, avoiding that early withdrawal penalty, right? So uh, not having to take the uh, the, the distribution from it. Uh, and pause it for just a second, because we always like to talk about jargon. So early withdrawal penalty, we know what that means, but in case mm-hmm. someone out there doesn't, could you just explain what that means? Yeah, so if you have a, uh, a retirement account, right? One of these tax-sheltered retirement accounts, like an IRA, like a 401k, then uh, you have a restriction on the the age that you have to be before you can take that that money out without penalties right so if you uh, typically that age is 59 and a half mm-hmm. don't ask me why the half i don't get it <laughs> i know <laughs> to make it complicated because yeah. the government decided what it was going to be maybe 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 <laughs> uh but if you take it out prior to f- age 59 and a half you're going to have an extra tax penalty uh, typically, uh, you know, 10% is mm-hmm. kind of the, the going rate on that. You know, if you move your account from your old 401k to new 401k, as long as those uh, the the tax treatment on those stays the same, right? You're going from pre-tax mm-hmm. to pre-tax, uh, then yeah, you you won't have to worry about that part. And Perfect. typically, moving it to the new 401k, uh, the new employer plan, uh, also helps you lower costs because mm-hmm. typically the employer eats a lot of uh, the, the costs involved with that plan. Also, another pro is that by consolidating those plans, you've got kind of less loose ends, right? Like yeah. you, you don't have uh, to worry about having to keep track of so many things. Uh, and uh, most, if it's a 401k that you're going into, then you also get you know other benefits like 401k loans and other, mm-hmm. other little uh, ancillary benefits kind of like that. Got it. And then, of course, the only kind of downsides that we see on this is you're still going to be in that limited investment world. So the employer determines how many investments are available, what types of investments are available. Um, So you're going to have that limited structure and they may have limits on how you move money between investment choices. So sometimes with employer plans, you can't just freely adjust your allocations and and make changes, Mm -hmm. um, especially with new money that you add to it. So that's something you want to research and make sure you understand before you make that decision. Yeah. Another thing that that I actually just thought about is that uh, for some employers, it takes time before you are eligible, right, to to start your your retirement account with that. So that might be something that also prevents you uh, from uh, rolling it over immediately right. uh, so that, that's something else to consider got it so timing that might be a little challenging right so we've talked about leaving it behind we've talked about moving it to the new retirement plan and then the last one is rolling or not last one the third one is rolling it to an IRA mm-hmm. so IRA stands for individual retirement account if you have earned income if you make a paycheck you have the ability to utilize IRAs in your life but also you can use an old employer plan to start an IRA or to add to an IRA if you have one. Mm -hmm. So what are the pros to doing that? Yeah, there's typically quite a bit of flexibility with an IRA, mm-hmm. right? So when it comes to transfers, when it comes to investments, you know, contributions, uh, even things like conversions, right? So I know that's a lot of jargon, right? So uh, basically, you know, if you are uh, needing to uh, to you know transfer money in or out, if you're in retirement, for example, mm-hmm. you know, uh, taking money out of an IRA typically is a pretty fast uh, and quick, uh, mm-hmm. easy trans uh, transaction. 
then as far as investments go, like, uh, there's just a huge world as far as your investment options. You're real, you, when you're dealing with IRAs, the, the only restriction to your investment type that you can access is gonna be your advisor. Your advisor has licensing that determines what tools they can utilize. So if you have a fully licensed advisor, then you have access to just about anything out there in the mm-hmm. investment world. Exactly. Uh, then contributions. You don't have to be tied to an employer to make a contribution, right? You can uh, you can make a contribution any uh, calendar year as long as you're uh, within the contribution limits. Mm-hmm. And then conversions, right? You're free to move about that money from a tr- pre-tax to an after-tax uh, account. So that's again just a lot of a lot of flexibility. Uh, and obviously, you get the the protection from the early withdrawal penalty mm-hmm. if you're under age 59 and a half. And as long as you're taking pre-tax money to traditional IRA or Roth money to Roth IRA, you're not going to be taxed on that either when it transitions. So there's some, and you keep that tax deferral. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the cons: fees are usually going to be higher in an IRA than they would be in an employer plan because your employer offsets those fees within the employer plan, whereas you get to absorb those inside mm-hmm. of an IRA. Uh, another one is loss of access to loans. Although I will tell you, we don't recommend people take 401k loans. You won't have access to that within an IRA like you would in the 401k. That's right. That's right. And also a loss of potential access to the plan uh, earlier than 59. So with 401ks, uh, you do have the ability to take money out prior to 59. Mm -hmm. Uh, Typically the, the earliest is age 55. So if you move the money from a 401k to an IRA, you do lose that capability. And that, that rule that he's talking about only applies if you're retiring at 55. Mm-hmm. So like you can't leave an employer at 55, go to a new employer, and then access that 401k without penalty. It has to be that you're retiring early. So if that's one mm-hmm. of your goals, that's something to consider about those transfers. Um, another is you're going to, um, you know, if your plan included after-tax stock. So some employer plans include uh, stock plans within them. There is some special tax treatment that you can benefit from when you transition out of your employer plan, but you've got to be really intentional about how you do that. If you just roll it over to the IRA with the rest of your funds, you're going to lose that opportunity mm-hmm. to use that special tax treatment for those tax, uh, those stocks that you received. Yeah. So for that specific situation, you'll definitely want to talk to your CPA uh, to figure out kind of what the tax implications are. So we've talked about leaving it behind, moving it to a new plan, moving it to an IRA. The last one, and we're going to be real quick and short about this one, mm-hmm. is cashing it out. The only pro is you get access to the funds, you know, they, you get to take them. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you may. it's going to be taxable if it was pre-tax. If you're below 59 and a half, it's going to be penalized 10%. So if you take out 10,000, you owe them 1,000 and you pay taxes. So it's a double whammy. No. So typically what I see uh, when when folks go with this route is that uh, one, either they weren't sure about what, that this is a retirement account and just kind of saw it as a savings account that they mm-hmm. could uh, you know, access. And then two is you know, if between jobs, you know, folks are having a hard time right, with their finances and they need that, that extra money you know, to, to make ends meet between mm-hmm. those jobs. So that's typically kind of when, when I see that happening. So if you did not know these options and you've cashed out your 401k within the last 60 days, you can open an IRA and put it back in there to stop those tax consequences. They do allow, it's called an indirect rollover. So talk to your CPA about that option if that that applies to you. Mm -hmm. 
there are a lot of options and things to consider when it comes to deciding what to do with an old 401k. So if you have any questions about that, let us know. We're happy to help out with that. And that's it for us today. We definitely want to thank you for joining us on the show. Uh, Our purpose is to help you on your way to financial independence. So if you learned something today, if it helped you, then make sure to give us a like and subscribe to make it easier for other people to reach financial independence. Thanks for listening to the Talking Sense podcast. And if you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The GenWealth team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors, and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. General Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC.